Neil, I think we've been doing this long enough to know that there's two types of podcasts. Those where the guys get away and those that leave witnesses. The tape is rolling. The light is on. You're in the two-man booth with Nick Good. And Neil Cochran. And it's Throwback Thursday, Neil, and we are getting near the end here of... We're knee-deep uh, in it now, Nick. When did we start? We started Breaking Bad. We're finishing Breaking Bad. How long has this been going? I think we probably started, man, September, yeah. August? Yeah, I, sometime in the summer, I believe. Yeah, it's sometime consumed August, us. Roughly. You know, initially, we were going to do the first season, maybe move between some other shows we'd been doing, but no, just had to keep it going, and here we are almost been, at the end. It's been well meal. worth it. Well worth it. I mean, let's be honest here. So we're in uh, season five, but of course, some consider it season five and season six or part one, part two. If you go on IMDb, it is listed as a full season five. Sometimes you look some, I think on YouTube, they have it divided into season five and season six, but sure. uh, for our purposes, it is just all of season five and we are doing the, the last four episodes of part one. So dead freight episode five buyout say my name and gliding all over um so neil as always you are the uh, the veteran watcher here and from what you had said before is season five is one that you was the most fresh in your mind for obvious reasons what did you uh what did you recall what did you remember what was what surprised you of these these five uh, four episodes here yeah um i remembered pretty much at all i did for i had forgotten originally how um sort of the um todd's uncles get mm. introduced i i did forget that they kind of off the witnesses for whatever reason okay um, that that section of that episode i was kind of like oh yeah okay I, that's how they kind of get in the clear i had kind of forgotten why that had happened and then that the turn of events of course that leads to mike's death that I, I knew the scene itself but maybe not how how it led up to it and and how in the end how useless the killing was i mean Ugh. i think i think uh you know that what the show has often done is they Walt usually does things with a purpose, and in this case, he thought he was, and then kind of realized quickly, well, didn't really need to do that, which is a rare instance, because Walt never really seems to second-guess much that he does. Um, and I, I think it actually showed the the partial underlying respect he still did have for Mike, even though it was you know, kind of useless. Like, even though they were obviously at odds the whole time, and Mike goes down swinging right to the end. Yeah. Um, yeah, so something like that, I guess. Um, how Lydia sort of really gets involved, I guess I knew. You'd, forgot, you'd forgotten about that? Or I had kind of remembered that, I guess I should say. Mm. I, I had, it, Or I had understood that like she still does play a role because she helps kind of get it overseas, and that was sort of the, the thing. How Todd gets involved with his his role later on in the season, like of the eight episodes that we've got coming up after the ones we just did here. I think you'll see Todd play a larger role and now oh, okay. I understand and, and again setting it up and I had kind of remembered that. So yeah, it was bits and pieces here and there. Of course, I remembered the famous scene of Skylar being like, we have more money than uh, we can ever spend in 10 lifetimes. Like how much is too much? You know, this is the empire you wanted. Here it is. What are we going to do about it now? Cause I can't keep doing this kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, and even Walt looking at it being like, <laughs> 
kind of i did it a little bit of proud like kind of proud of himself in that moment so oh yeah he just is like how how much is here she's like i honestly have no idea no idea yeah um and so great great stuff like that is what i remembered more scenes more than full episodes themselves so um and i what i appreciated about it watching it again love jesse love jesse give me some Mm. jesse's the moral compass of the show more and more he's He's the guy who's like, man, what are we doing this for? Like, which I love. And then he's still smoking some dope on the side. So, hey, all the power to you, Jesse. That was a good scene when Walt goes to see him. and He just kind of like hides the bong behind the couch. And even Walt's like, man, it's just a bong. Yeah. (laughs) So. But they still have that like, you know, as much as. Yeah, Jesse had to get out and maybe, I mean, he'll, I, I assume we'll find, we'll figure out that Walt was the one who killed Mike. He obviously doesn't know that yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's just, uh, there's just so many good scenes where they have that tension, but then there's still that weird father son dynamic to them. Like Jesse hiding the bongs and was like, Oh, I don't want him to be disappointed in me. Cause he's, <laughs> you know, he said I'd relapse kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just, yeah. Those, that kind of stuff I find really funny. And then of course the, one of the best scenes is when he's at the dinner table and he's just oh. like looking between Walt and Skylar. <laughs> My kids are gone. Oh, thank God! <laughs> Yo, these these beans are the bomb with these slivered almonds. Where'd these you these get are, them from? These, these are choice. <laughs> They're from the deli from uh, wherever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, nice. That's uh, we'll get to the little details like that too. That I I really love that as Walt's power and influence and you know wealth grows, his life gets less and less glamorous. Yeah. Like he went from having these dinners, cooking these dinners with his family to his kids aren't even there anymore. Skylar won't talk to him. Eventually to the point where they're eating like those frozen, frozen dinners that Jesse was talking about. Yeah. And like, Walt's just like peeling the cellophane back. (laughs) Yeah. So great that you're right. It's like little subtle things like that, that you pick up on. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I I didn't even actually think about that, but now now you say that so, so right. Like he's, got all the money in the world now yet you have so much less and maybe that's what they're trying to say here probably right you know the, there's this shadowing in all the scenes too like whenever him and skylar are at home together it's always dark it's not brightly lit anymore and yeah <laughs> they, they do a good job too of course when whenever walt is in his manipulation mode when he's heisenberg you know his face is always half in shadow and he's trying mm-hmm. to you know he's talking to jesse and stuff like that so little details like that but yeah some of these episodes were like i honestly dead freight was like a heist like obviously it was a heist episode but it felt like a heist movie and the mm-hmm. camera work was incredible the the music was awesome yeah uh, it was tense like you know obviously they're going to get away with it but it's still there's still that tension there For um sure. the guy who directed actually george masters he wrote the episode with vince gilligan it's not only the only episode of breaking bad he directed it's the only thing he's ever directed wow yeah, he, so he's a writer. So he's written on uh, The Boys, which is obviously, you know, big show on Amazon right now. Yeah. Uh, he wrote Vinyl, which was that Martin Scorsese uh, HBO show, if you remember, about uh, the music industry in the 70s mm-hmm. or the 60s. Yeah. Um, and he wrote in a couple other, like, minor shows. But, yeah, so I, I was pretty surprised by how uh, how how slick and awesome it looked and mm-hmm. guys never even directed anything before yeah oh uh, yeah that last like 20 minutes man is great 
like you oh man and it. yeah bill bro, bill burr is always good when he does those little bit bit parts too yeah oh yeah him <laughs> as patrick is amazing mm-hmm. um yeah he's such a good con artist yeah but uh you're right and to go back to the character development too it's with walt and i think that last scene of course we'll get to it with with hank you know, you could almost look at this being like, oh, it's a nice wrap up. And you're almost thinking like, well, where, where can this even go now? Like Walt is out. Mm-hmm. He's happy. He's got everything back. Skylar gives gives him that little smile when they're in the, sure. when they're yeah, even, even her, she's like, oh, we might actually yeah. be out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's, he can't get away with it. I think that's kind of what the story has always been in Vince Gilligan's mind is, you know, as much as you know, you like Brian Cranston and you like Walt, and I certainly like the character. I think it's a, it's one of the more interesting characters you've seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just reminds us, like, he can't get away with this. Like, well, that's what this guy's right? this guy's done too much dirty shit. Like, as much as we want to see this happy family, like, he can't he can't get away with this. He he needs he needs to get his comeuppance. Well, because all great anti-heroes always have some well, measure of comeuppance, right? Well, whatever episode it was when him and Walt Jr. are watching Scarface, like, that's sure. that's the ending. That's, you know. Yes. You get you only get away with it for so long before the walls cave in, right? Like, obviously, I do know that Walt dies. I know he dies in his lab, and that's it's a really famous scene of him, you know, being where he always wanted to be sort of thing. I don't know who kills him, though. That is the one thing I don't know. Okay. So... That uh, that's still a that's still a mystery to me. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I'd kind of I figured M- Mike was going to die. I always thought it was going to be Jesse. They were going to really put Jesse in that moral quandary. But no, of course, it becomes Walt. He has to do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's oh man, it again such well made television or just well made art where it's he's sitting there, he's dying. And it's just that beautiful shot of the river. Like, it's just such a juxtaposition. Right. And I remember, remember when we did Spike Lee and we talked about black Klansman and that's, yeah. black, that's what, that's what he did a lot in that movie. And I kept mm-hmm. thinking of that where it's like all this dirty, horrible, horrifying stuff happening. But then there'd be these scenes of, uh, of them walk, like they'd be walking outside in these like beautiful forests and stuff like that. And I just always, I really like that kind of juxtaposition mm-hmm. and you just, and just that, that wide shot and Mike's just sitting there and then he just drops and you're just like, Oh fuck's sake. Right. Yeah. yeah. Just like the river, you know, it's just going to flow on man. Yep. yep. All your, all your sins just keep going down the river. Yeah. So it's, and it's, it does such a good job too of how these little, how the, you know, how crime, the crime world works, but how, and you kind of mentioned before we started hopping on with Walt's eventual, uh, reveal to Hank is that it's like these little things that finally are the things that take you down. Right. Like, yeah, it's not all, the big things. All Mike was trying to do is leave money for his granddaughter. Right. And he just, yeah. what's that? That's what kept him in the game for a little bit longer than he should have, you know, at that mm-hmm. very, at the very start of the season, he was out, he was done, but he's like, ah, I'll keep, I'll keep Lydia alive. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll work with this guy who I know is a ticking time bomb. And, leads to his demise even you know even that great scene where when he is first listening to the radio call or to hank's phone and he's Mm -hmm. out in the desert and he walks over to that hole you know at first i'm watching i'm like oh is he just gonna kill himself like yeah you know what i mean like is he just gonna end it and you know but then he starts throwing his guns down the down the well and yeah because he knows he's gonna get searched and yeah yeah which is again oh no go ahead no what were you gonna say there i just said it's just again such a cool 
part of Mike's character that people love is he's just sitting there knowing that they've got nothing on him, just watching TV. And yeah. Hank's just looking at him like the son of a bitch, right? Like, yeah, because well, <laughs> it is. He's like being, he's in his own way, he's being arrogant about it, right? Because uh-huh. he, he's not an idiot. Like, and it's also Hank being like, how the fuck does this guy know that we're coming? Because like, he knows he's dirty yeah. and I can't get anything on him. So yeah, such a up there with one of my favorite scenes because I just even, love how he's just relaxing in that like chair right before that when they get to the door he's just making coffee and then they're like police open up and he's like give me a minute like, you know just in the, like in his mic voice yeah um, so the, it doesn't surprise me that when they made Better Call Saul they made an effort to bring back Mike right from the start and then of course eventually Gus because these are two characters that people love and mm-hmm. um Again, Saul, he, he has his moments. Like Bob Odenkirk doesn't doesn't miss when he's on screen, but mm-hmm. you definitely notice like way less Saul since season three for sure. For sure, definitely. Yeah. Um, okay, let's just it's jump great, into the It's episodes. a great scene when he's with the DEA, though. Oh yeah, oh <laughs> like yeah. He, said, he, he never misses really. Whenever he's doing his thing, it's always uh, it's always good stuff. And uh, the thing I love about his character, and like you know, he's not a, a totally unique lawyer character that we've seen in shows or movies but i love how they they show his how pompous he can be how sort of uh high and mighty he can be when he's in front of like the dea or anybody else and then as soon as he's in the car with mike he's like yeah they're not wrong this they're this all this shit's gonna get thrown out like you've probably got 24 hours i just love how it it shows the two sides of that character of the of that profession too where he's this confident cocky guy in for his clients in front of his in front of the people who are against him but then as soon as they're behind closed doors he's pretty uh practical you know like Mm -hmm. for the most part like i think that's why saul and even when after they take down uh, what's his name whatever mike's lawyer is like oh why would you use that guy that guy's a hack you know i i could have told you that guy was gonna get busted and was gonna flip right yeah because at the end of the day Saul is a guy who is, yeah, he's, he's pragmatic. He's practical. He, he's been doing this long enough. And, and I assume that's what better call Saul shows is how he becomes this person. Who's like, he probably makes a bunch of mistakes. I've seen, you know, on Netflix, whenever you scroll over something, it'll do like a little trailer or show a little preview. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Like when, if you scroll over yep. a show or a movie, it'll show yep. that quick, quick little. So I went to better call Saul and it's like the first scene is him in court. And he's been arrested, and he's pressing charges against his brother. Oh, okay. So there's a dynamic there, right? So yeah, yeah. So it's it'd be interesting to see how he becomes this person who he's in. He's been doing this for long enough because I've made mistakes. I know the the what, when to back off and when not to, uh, you know, push things too far. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. Anyway, let's get into the episodes here. Uh, start with episode five, Dead Freight. 12th of August, 2012, like I mentioned. Uh, it was written by George Masters, directed by Bo- George Masters. Is This episode was nominated for writing at the 65th Emmys, uh, along yeah, it's with... So, it's so good. Yes. Uh, along with... Oh, no, that was the only one that was no- nominated for writing. And uh, okay. directing is later. Yeah. Um, so Mike and Lydia work to get the methylamine transported from the operation. Walt and Jesse try to come up with a plan that, that won't blow their cover. Uh, cold open, disgusting. I hate spiders. So just seeing that fucking tarantula crawling around gro- grossed me the fuck out. So good. You think something's gonna go wrong? But yeah. the way they're zooming in on the tarantula, it's like crawling all over them. Like you expect something horrible to happen here. But then you hear the train in the background. Oh, man. Yeah. 
Masterful. They're, yeah, they're so good at these, like, open sometimes and coming back to them. Yeah. And this is just another example of it. And like you said, just masterful. Like, just in the distance, and he kind of looks, and then it just cuts, and you're like, oh, what's going to happen? You know? Yeah. Oh, so good, man. So good. Uh, yeah, Walt visits Hank at his new office. Uh, Hank notices Walt's watch from Jesse. Kind of makes a comment again about, oh, yeah, you got a new car, a new watch. As long as you can afford it. And these are going to be these things that when Hank's taking his shit later, is probably thinking back towards like, God, it was all right in front of me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's what I said again, right in front of him with all the signs. It, uh, it, they've, they've done it so many times, which is so yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. And then, God, classic. This is this is this is your example of shitty Walt, eh? Just yeah, he's just gone fully for it here, you know. And Brian Craston pulls it off so well. He just yeah. like he still pretends to be this like timid, emotional guy. Skyler you know? doesn't love me anymore. Love me. <laughs> <laughs> and you like you know it's a trick. And then Hank getting uncomfortable is so good. Well, by this point, you know, especially after the scene in um, End Times with with Jesse where he's like, Jesse, why would I do this to a child? I would never do mm-hmm. that. Now, you know that Walt is capable, capable of this emotional manipulation or before you, you believed it, right? The first time I watch end times, you, you think that, Oh man, yet yeah, this is like, he's being sincere, but now, you know, like as soon as he turns it on, you're like, okay, this is, there's some sort of purpose here. There's some sort of angle here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's starts to fake cry to, uh, doesn't think Skylar loves him anymore uh, for being a bad influence on the kids. Hank leaves the office to get coffee, and then Walt um, wipes away those crocodile tears, Neil, and yeah. uh, taps Hank's computer and a framed picture of Hank and Marie, which great shot, too, where he's, he's, he's putting it back in the frame, and the camera comes over Hank's shoulder as he comes back into the office, and you just see uh, Walt hunched over, mm-hmm. and then he just slowly turns the picture over. He's like, you two are just so perfect together. <laughs> I know. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, such a good job of that uh, that trope. You know, obviously we know what's going on, and, and Hank doesn't. And yeah. like you said, it's been, but ironically, it's been in front of Hank this whole time. And so, yeah. obviously, how it sets up later, but yeah, it, just this is a good scene. I love this, and I love Hank's awkwardness. Really, <laughs> like he, he's trying to be there and he wants to be a good dude, but he's just like so bad at talking about yeah. his emotions and stuff. <laughs> and then later, later's even funnier. He's just like, yeah, oh he's because he's even more like over yeah. it now. Yeah. You know? yeah, like oh, I really shouldn't have said I could be here for him. Yeah, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, good stuff. And then oh man, another fucking amazingly shot scene. Jesse, Walt, and Mike bring Lydia to a warehouse. Uh, covered her table, threatened her to read a script to Hank about the tracker on the methylamine tank. But, and then Mike, this is just like, again, as much as we like Mike, like he's also a bad dude. He's like, <laughs> yeah, I don't remember the exact of the line, but he's, well, he's you know, like, you're going to have to kill him now. Like he's like, he's like, repeat after me. If you don't read it right, I will what you will take out your gun and shoot me. Now it's a pistol, not a gun. I want, I, I want, I want, uh, I, I want uh, perfection here kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Pistol to the head. Yes, yeah. that is correct. <laughs> like pretty much, you know. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's great. Like the 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 lighting is awesome. The the music is awesome. Um, so she she calls to sort of say to Hank, "Hey, I, I found this tracker on my on this barrel." Hank says he didn't he he didn't do it. Mm-hmm. This convinces Mike that Lydia was the one who in fact did it. Yeah. But again, J- Jesse wants to believe her. 
Mm-hmm. Mike isn't having it. This is kind of one of the first times where Mike and Jesse don't see eye to eye all the time. Sure. Well, it's the one of the first time Mike's wrong. Yep. They've never really... Mike's always been right in yep. terms of he's just... He's experienced, right? But this time it's... He is... You can tell there is a bit of paranoia now, you know, yep. but there is kind of this idea that his safety well, net is gone, right? Gus is gone. Well, and also he's probably, like you mentioned before, in his head is regretting the half measure he took by not taking her out the first time. And now he's like, this is coming back to haunt me for sure. And something he said he'd never do. Right. So he's trying to make amends. Yeah, definitely. Jesse, you know, Jesse, again, he says, I believe her. And Mike has a good good line where he says, she's got a gun to her head, kid. Everyone sounds like Meryl Streep when that's the case. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Walt votes to kill her because why not? It's Walt. (laughs) (laughs) Guy's just a piece of shit. Now he's Heisenberg, man. And Yeah. yeah. And then, you hear Hank speaking uh, on his office phone again. He's calling the Houston office. Mm-hmm. Uh, turns out that they placed it. And even he's like, guys, sloppy work. Like, what do you, because that's what Mike said. He's like, for, for cops, this is sloppy work putting on yeah, the outside Mike's of the like, barrel. Yeah, Mike's like, why wouldn't you put it inside the barrel? First thing Hank says, why, yeah. did, why would you put it on the outside? Yeah. Yeah. They go, we didn't have time. He's like, how many did you tag? All of them. So now they're like, well, we're fucked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so for Mike, he's like, well, Lydia's useless anyway. Let's just, let's offer yeah. <laughs> um, but then she's she claims she has an ocean of methylamine, uh, which it turns out to be 24,000 24, gallons that she can get. She says they can get their hands on. Ooh, baby. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then, oh, man, and then we, we cut to um, great scene of, or shot of Mike and Jesse outside. And then the camera slowly pans down into the basement where Walt is interrogating her by himself. Yeah. And again, they're just talking and just great Ren Cranston acting, which she's he's like, do you, you, you understand leverage, right? Lydia's like, don't patronize me. Don't do that. He's like, no, you understand it. And you know it well <laughs> enough to know that you don't have any, you have none right now. Um, and then this is where she finds out that, or he finds out from her about the nine people of Gus's men that are in jail. Um, Mike had mentioned before, like, she put a hit on me. I got to take her out. So then Walt's kind of, well, why did you put a hit out on Mike? I got to clear up all these loose ends from mm-hmm. Gus's operation. Um, and then she reveals about, you know, she talks about the freight train. Like, this is how I can get you the methylamine. For sure. Um, so then she kind of goes over the whole thing with them. Uh, Mike, of course, Mike still questions the rationale of it. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you want to, yeah. you want to rob a train after nine 11? Like feds will be on us in no time. No time. Um, yeah. But, but again, Lydia kind of reveals that she's, she understands more than she lets on sometimes. And we obviously get that even further on when she, you know, expands the empire for Walt. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think this is a great, um, it's setting Lydia up as somebody important still. Yeah. Um, but that's also a third party to them. So I, I think I love that idea that somebody's coming in almost from the outside, but is so integral now into expanding, like you said, or, or getting your hands on methylamine like this. Well, it's like um, the first time when Walt and Jesse, uh, kidnap Saul. It's kind exactly. of the same thing, right? Yeah. Same idea. Yeah. Um, that it's just this, this character who's going to really play an important role. Um, yeah. And like you said, kind of sl- slow plays her hand a little bit. All of a sudden, yeah. she's like, well, it's my job to do all these things and blah, blah. And you're like, then you realize, well, Gus Fring trusted this person. Yeah. So clearly, you know, Gus doesn't do things lightly, right? Exactly. So, yeah. And that's where I think really contrasting that with Mike now, you know, 
Mike losing Gus really has put him on the other side again. So I just love that idea that he doesn't trust her, even though he has been working with her for yeah. this whole time. You know, part of the reason that it was successful was because of her. So yeah, again, like I think it sets her sets up well for her to be important in the second half of the season. Yeah, exactly. And um, she tells him about the freight train, how it's coming through, and how they can knock it off because it's going through a dead zone. And he's uh, like, well, Mike says, are there going to be any people on the train? Only two, an engineer and whatever. It says, well, we might have to kill them. And this is where the line where he said, you know, can't leave any witnesses. I've been doing this long enough to know there's two kinds of heists. The ones where the guys get away and the ones where they leave witnesses. So it's implied that if they're going to have to get away with this or if they're going to get away with this, they're going to have to kill some people. And again, Lydia's sort of like, you guys were just threatening to murder me. I thought you're professionals. Like, who cares if you have to take out two people? Right. <laughs> yeah. But like the, the difference is they're innocent. She's not. Yeah. yeah. That's a mean. Obviously, a huge thing. Yeah, and then we cut to Mike and Walt, of course, arguing over what they should do. And then just a great shot of, as they're arguing, this camera slowly pushes on to Jesse. He's playing with his, like, melted Slurpee or whatever it is with the straw. And he's like, you know, guys, I you know, I have an idea. Basically, they're saying, we can't do this. We can't kill these innocent people. We can't steal the methylamine. We're going to have to go back to, like, knocking off crack houses to find Sudafed and go back to the old recipe of course, Walt doesn't want to do that. Can't He's, do you know, this, this is his legacy. Yeah. Um, pride. And then he, always about pride. One even mentions that, you know, it's, it'll lead to a four to five fold reduction in production, close to $80,000. And then, yeah, pushes on to Jesse as he argues and he comes up with a plan. He's like, guys, I think I know what we can do. And then get to the desert. And this was such a, again, beautifully shot scene. They're walking along the train tracks the nice desert silhouette. We talk about this all the time. Whenever they're in the desert, it's always so well shot. Oh, yeah. You know that Vince Gilligan as the showrunner is probably like, anytime you guys are in the desert, just make sure it looks fucking cool. And make sure it looks vast. Like, yeah. it, you want it to be, it, it, you always get the sense that they, it is really isolated out there. Yeah. You know? Because um, you always wonder, you know, sometimes in shows, you're like, okay, we're just killing people left and right. Like, somebody's going to find out. <laughs> yeah. But I, they do a good job here of at least making you believe, like, it's because they're in the middle of nowhere. Like, you're not just checking the desert, you know, middle of the desert for people. So, yeah. I always, well, like, you always you know get what it, the, that sense of isolation always is re done really well here with the desert. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark when mm. Indiana Jones they're walk they're walking to the desert to where the to find the tomb where the you know the ark essentially is right yeah or no the the map you know to mm -hmm. find the map to where the ark is and remember they're walking through the desert and that's there's a really nice shot as the sun's going down and Indy puts his hat on and you see his his robe blowing in the wind that's what it kind of invoked for me I thought it was really really well shot it looked really for cool. Sure. Um, and then they go through over their plan. They're going to dig a, a big tank into the ground right underneath where the, where the train goes over this bridge and they're basically going to siphon the methylamine out and replace it with, uh, nine tenths water equal again, these episodes are always, and this is why the writing obviously gets nominated because these are the cool episodes where they go through these, like, they're almost like, I don't know what would be a show similar to when they're, they're working through these experiments and stuff like that. Right. And, mm -hmm. These are the ones that are so interesting where Walt is going over with the science of it, right? Like we can only replace it with nine tenths of water because of the density of it. And, mm -hmm. and we have to, we, you know, we can get away with getting a thousand liters of it or a thousand gallons of it or whatever. Right. Like mm -hmm. 
I love how they always go through this stuff and the science behind it, the practicality behind it, mm-hmm. how they're going to go through with it. Those are the interesting parts for sure. For sure. And even if they're lying, I, I fully believe them because they mm. convinced me with their writing, you know? Yeah, fair like enough. Like you said, you know, I, I, from my understanding is Vince Gilligan was, you know, pretty diligent in trying to make sure that the science always well, made I, sense. I, yeah, and I'm pretty sure I'd read that they would always have like a chemist who was a script supervisor mm-hmm. who would go over stuff and just make yeah. sure that. Ironically, you know, I know one of the only great. ones that wasn't uh, I, that actually couldn't happen is the bathtub. Ironically, it makes for the such melting? an iconic. Yeah, it's an iconic scene, but I, I guess that wouldn't happen. They they did it on MythBusters. Oh, really? So, yeah, and like it doesn't actually eat through. So I think they took some oh. liberties there, but it made for. It's a great visual, right? I mean, I think that's what the point of it is. You know, I would say it's and, a me- I'd say it's a memorable visual. I don't know if it's great. It's sure gross. it's a memorable visual and it's a good <laughs> metaphor for how literal messy they were at the beginning. You know, yeah, you know they're amateurs at that point, right? Yeah. Whereas now they know, you know, they barrel them up. It seems like that's the the new way. We just barrel them up and hydrofluoric acid. You know. Yep. So. Well, we'll get there again. A little cleaner than a, a little cleaner than a bathtub, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So yeah, Walt gets home. Find Walter Jr. is angry for having to stay at Hank and Marie's. You know, Walt eventually convinces him to leave. I'm your father. We're your parents. I said so, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then another just great scene of Skylar. She's just smoking. You know, telling Walt that she'll do what he what he wishes, just as long as he'll admit that they they could be in danger. And Walt mm-hmm. just can't do it. Right? He's just sitting there. And he's, you know, he just goes, oh, by the way, you're seeing a psychiatrist, Peter, whatever, make up the last name. <laughs> yeah. And then she's, she notices the dirt on his jeans. Oh, this is, yeah, it's a good scene. Burying bodies, robbing a train. Robbing a train. <laughs> Not even lying. That's what I mean. I love it. Yeah. Like he's, he literally is just openly living. He's mm-hmm. living, he's living his best life. Let's be honest. <laughs> he's living his, he's living his, Yeah. <laughs> At least what he deems to be his best life, anyway. And then, like you said, the last 20 minutes, the train heist. <clears throat> Amazing scene, not much to talk about. Just tense, a little bit mm-hmm. of humorous with, with Bill Burr. Yep. Uh, it's a perfect great, blend, like you said. Great shots. Cool. They've got that cool electro-industrial music going. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they pull it off, of course. Yeah. Uh, Freaking Todd's up there unbolting the thing like he's in a fucking pit crew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so the, good. The tension of the Good Samaritan always, you know, somebody who like just comes along to help. Yeah. And ruins their plan, but yeah, mm-hmm. and then of course they're all celebrating, and the great shot oh. shows all three, all three of them. They they look off off frame. Well, he turns turns the generator off, right? Yeah. And so then, but then all of a sudden they still hear some noise. Yeah. And then, like you said, they kind of look off camera. And, and the kid's just, just there. The kid on the dirt bike from the beginning of the episode, yeah. And then and just then, coldly, with no real like warning, that's what I think Todd, makes it so jarring. Todd just pulls out a gun and shoots him. Boom, yeah. episode ends. What an ending. And you're just like, oh, well, okay. Well, well, Jesse's distraught. Yeah. Walt, of course, has no, no reaction. <laughs> yeah, but again, it, it was a good... There was some foreshadowing, right? Yeah. Because... Jesse, when they were talking about the the science behind having the water barrel and the methylene barrel in the ground, blah blah, right? They're they're kind of explaining everything to Todd, and he goes, "Nobody can know that we yeah. did this. Nobody, yeah. like, right?" And he's really emphasizing that. And then so Todd just acts on what he heard. Yeah. But 
as you know, I've kind of mentioned, I think Todd's a bit of a psychopath. I mean, he's got, keeps the tarantula almost like his trophy. Well, it's but, that, uh, and he, it's that, and he's also very simple minded, right? Like we yes. see that when he's cooking with Walt later, he's just like, he's like, ah, oh, it's a little tough for him. And I think, so like you mentioned, when it, when somebody says to him, like, nobody can know, he just mm-hmm. takes that so literally, right? Where it's like, yeah. well, okay, nobody can know. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But yeah, what a jarring like scene. And even as they're all standing there and you see the kid, you've been watching this show long enough to like, oh Something's no. Yeah. You're like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. So then we, uh, we go to buyout 19th of August, 2012. Aaron Paul's nominated for this episode at the Emmys. Um, Walt and Jesse deal with the repercussions of the methylamine heist. Mike and Jesse want out, but Walt is determined to build his empire. Cold open of chilling scene of Walt, Jesse, Mike, and Todd get back to the office, deconstructing the bike, pulling yeah. it all apart. Just, but in a way that's so efficient. Yeah. You know, like they're just like, they, they don't speak any words of dialogue and everything. Yeah. They just is know what like, they need. It's like, I don't even know how to describe the score that's playing over top of the scene. Oh yeah. It's, it's creepy. It's like a yeah, horror movie almost. It is. Yeah. And it's just like, like you said, there's no words. Everything's moving kind of slow but it's moving efficiently yeah they're just grabbing barrels taking shit apart they're cutting stuff ah, this is such a good again just such a good opening right because and that when they pull when they pull the boy out of the dirt you, you know, see his, you see his hand just sticking out of the dirt yeah and you're like oh my god man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ugh. and then when it's done and then it was done of course jesse and todd are out having a smoke and first line of dialogue no 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 uh, remorse or anything he just says you guys never told me that stuff smell like cat piss yeah and Jesse kind of looks at him doesn't want to talk and then Todd just goes damn man shit happens yeah and, then- and Jesse just <laughs> pops him <laughs> shit happens I'm like oh my god man yeah uh, and then we cut to Todd making his case to why he had to shoot the kid mm-hmm. uh, and then you know like okay leave Walt basically says we have three options um we pay him off. Hope he keeps quiet. Might not happen. I don't want to add another legacy fund, basically, to our operation. Yep. We we kill him because he knows too much. They kind of don't want to do that after what just happened, and they kind of say maybe we just got to bring him into the operation now. And Mike actually agrees with Walt on this, uh, much to Jesse's dismay. So Todd is now officially in the Empire for sure. Like I, again, it's he's not super prominent yet but they're setting it up yeah he's done something for them in some way he's going to feel involved he's part of vomino's pest of course so well and this is when he first mentions his uncles too in jail he's like yes. oh my uncles can do something if you ever need them like i have yes. influence i have connections so for sure yeah, yeah. and then mike mike's the one who goes goes to tell him he's still in and then he push, pu- pushes up against the wall and he says next time you bring a gun to a job without telling me i'll shove it up your ass sideways <laughs> love it well again Mike's this is where I'm saying like that would never happen before yeah he's unraveling a bit yeah like he he's getting loose yeah he's getting a little a little fast with it so yeah yeah I I love this sort of where Mike's gone here because like I said his safety net is gone and he he makes mention of of course in the next episode where like we had a good thing you piece of shit oh we'll get there oh yeah yeah (laughs) uh but yeah, he, he, you feel, he, 
they do a good job with the lighting with him too on on uh making him feel you feel him his age almost right like the way mike acts in these in this episode and the next one like you get the feeling like, yeah, this guy needs to be out. You know, even even Walt, uh, Saul makes that comment when they're with the DEA where he's like, you're harassing a senior citizen. And you kind of like, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> Mike's a grandpa. Like, this guy's old. Like, you know, he's been through <laughs> some stuff, right? And For sure. So you just like kind of reminds you like, yeah, this guy, you know, he's been shot. Like, he's already recovered from one gunshot recently, mm-hmm. you know, when he got shot by the cartel. So... It, it, they do a really good job here of making you feel like, yeah, just like get out, Mike. Like you're, it's over. And even yeah. even that with that last scene when he's talking to Jesse, like you see, he, you know, his skin kind of looks bad and stuff <laughs> like that, right? Like they yeah. do a really good job of making it feel like this guy's because he's been out in the sun. He's like he's got all these like weather marks on him and stuff like oh, that. Yeah, ear's still like all kind of fucked up, you know? Yeah. Just like at what point, man, is it time to go? Uh, so then we cut to Gomi staking him out at the park with his. Mike with his granddaughter and even as he goes to put something underneath the the trash can I'm like oh it's a dead drop it's a dead drop he's leaving money or drugs or whatever even as I'm watching I'm like oh no Mike you know we know Mike well enough to know, like he knows he's being surveilled like mm-hmm. we know something's happening here and then of course they go to get it and it's just a, a, a note that says fuck you uh, and then Mike we Mike's at home listening to the audio of Hank's phone but this is where he realizes that they're closing in on him. They're like, you know, this, you know, Mike Erwin Trout, he's involved. Just keep your eyes on him. He'll slip up eventually kind of thing. So mm-hmm. this is where it starts to sink in for Mike, where he's like, it's, uh, it's getting harder and harder for me to dodge these guys. Well, the walls are closing in, man. Like they yeah. always close in quickly, right? Yeah. Uh, Skylar visits Holly at Marie's, starts crying from missing her kids. And then she insists that the kids can't stay with her, even though Marie's like, what's well, okay. You can take him back anytime. She, she's like, why? What's the matter? You think you're bad parents? You know, Skylar can't say much to Marie. And then again, <laughs> she's like, Marie, uh, Skylar, you got to stop blaming yourself. You got to stop feeling bad. He's like, what are you talking about? Uh, don't blame Walt. I basically pulled it out of him, but he told me about the affair. And Skylar's just like, this son of a bitch. <laughs> so such good acting on her face. She's just like, yeah, he told you about that. Hey, or whatever. Yeah. Like, and you can tell on her, she's just like this motherfucker. Like you said, yep. uh, yeah. So, and you're just like, you're, it brings you back to that moment too. Being like, yeah, like what a fucking piece of shit. Like, yep. again, just manipulating people. Well, the, the way, man, it's again, Brian Cranston that, in that scene is so good where he's like, Oh, oh she didn't tell you because he knows, because he knows Marie and Skylar's relationship, right? He knows they For tell sure. each other everything. So he's like, oh, she didn't tell you? Oh, it's because she feels so guilty that even she didn't want to tell you. Or she didn't even <laughs> want to tell you. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. So yeah, you're right. You, it makes you think of it back where it's like, <sighs> Marie didn't pull it out of him. Like, he he volunteered the information, right? But mm-hmm. uh, so good. Um, so Walt and Jesse are back at the house for a cook. Jesse sees the news about the missing boy. You know, of course, it disturbs Jesse. And this is, goes all the way back to Peekaboo, right? Where Jesse's relationship to kids is such a motivating factor for him, right? Mm-hmm. So, again, he sees this missing kid. He's like, oh, man, this is fucked up. Um, <laughs> Walt claims claims that he hasn't slept for two days thinking about it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> again, it, such good acting because... 
he's doing it in a way that clearly, like Jesse, at the moment believes him, right? But we've watched his development and his character development for so long that we know he's lying. You know he's full of shit. You know we he's know completely he's completely full of shit. Yeah, we yeah. know he's completely full of shit. And then Jesse potentially finally realizes that he is full of shit. Yeah, actually. because as he's leaving, he's fucking whistling. Whistling. <laughs> I was slept for two days, and he's like all joyous when. Jesse and there's leaves. this look on Jesse's face when he looks over, and he's just like, "What, what the, the fuck? fuck?" Yeah. Yeah, man. Again, this is this is where I love Jesse because you can tell that it's. He's starting to come, like, yeah, can't like be around he's, this guy. yeah, he's starting to recognize who Walter is yeah. in some way here. Right. And now. then he gets a call from Mike to says, Hey, are you leaving? Come meet me kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then it cuts to Walt after the cook getting to the office, finds Mike there. What are you doing here, Mike? Oh, might as well get this over with. Come to the office. <laughs> um, Mike, Mike always matter of fact. Yeah. Jesse's already in there. Um, this is where Mike tells both of them that the DEA is closing in on him. They're all over him. He's like, I tried to, I had to shake three tails today. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, how do you, how do you know they didn't follow you here? He's like, Mike Walter, I'm not going to come to the headquarters of our methamphetamine operation. If I think there's a DEA agent following me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I just, <laughs> I, I was thinking that too. I, I love that in that scene. Cause Mike's just like, what are you, bro? Like, do you think it's my first rodeo? Yeah. And the the way the um like actors deliver it too is just so good. Yeah. So yeah, Mike Mike delivers it in such a good way. He's just like, man, come on. You know, uh, Walt freaks out because because Mike has held this information back from them. He's like, yeah, basically been all over me since I got back in with you guys. They've mm-hmm. been they've been tailing me. Yeah. And so he's like, I'm out. And Walter's finally like, at this point, he's like, you know what? That's fine. You're out. And then he's like, good, Jesse will take over. Uh, the way he talks about it, too, is it's such, it, you know, it sounds like any other job, right? Where it's like, all right, you're retiring. This guy, this young kid who's taking over your side of the operation, just make sure there's a clean transition from, you know, how you have it set up to him. You almost wish that the current administration in the United States would take a page from this and, you know, have a, have a peaceful transition of power. But that's where Jesse reveals to Walt, no, I'm out too, Mr. White. You know, Walt, uh, uh, Mike has this setup where we can sell the methylamine. We could clear $5 million each. And, you know, he's like, that's the more, that's more money I've ever seen in my lifetime. And (laughs) Walt's like, no, you, why do you want out of the business? And then Jesse just has the great line. Are we in the meth business or the money making business? This is such a good scene. Because yeah. it reminds you how far it's come for Walter. Where, and it, is it here? Or is it later? Where Jesse has the exact number. He's like, when we got into this, you needed to make seven hundred and sixty-three thousand dollars or whatever. And then you said after that you were done. Mm-hmm. And now you're getting offered five million. And it's still not enough for you. Yeah. And then they'll set up, of course, Walt's line later. Um, yeah. So then Walt goes to meet his connection for the methylamine, which is Declan, a Michael yep. Madsen, Michael Madsen wannabe. I love how you always have a an actor to compare him to. Do Do you remember the video, the music video for uh, "Hero" by Enrique Iglesias? Uh, of course I do with Mickey Rourke. Thank you. So that's what I was going to say. Is I'm getting like strong Mickey Rourke vibes from Declan too. The way he's standing in the desert and, and almost unrecognizable Mickey Rourke. It was right know. before Mickey Rourke got weirdly ugly. <laughs> he was still like. Have you ever watched Mickey, Mickey Rourke and 
like his early movies. Yeah, he's super handsome. Rumblefish or like nine and a half weeks. Like he's a yeah. handsome man. Yeah, it's like don't it's do, crazy don't, to see. Don't don't box professionally, kids. When you're an well, actor. It, well, and I think there's probably some other substances that yes, of contributed course, but he was to. getting punched in the face a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's fucked. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I got strong Mickey Rourke vibes from that hero video. I got strong Michael Madsen vibes. Even the way like his his cadence is very that gravelly sort of. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Made me think. Maybe think of uh, of of Madsen. But yeah. So anyway, they go to meet up with Declan, and this is where he's he's like. Again, too, it just shows all sides of the business, and I love how uh, they all—they're all so like, you know. I—I th- I th- I was thinking about it. Six hundred and or yeah, six hundred and sixty-six gallons is kind of a strange number, but there must be someone else involved because it—you know—that rounded up to an even thousand. Yeah, and this is where basically he says, "I ain't taking your deal, Mike and Jesse, unless Walter's product, unless Gus Fring's product is off the streets." Mm-hmm. It's not happening unless I get all thousand. You, I'll sell you fifteen thousand per gallon. Yeah, but I'm only getting it if I get all thousand. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Again, it's it's well, it's it the market up for the beginning of the next episode really well, but yeah, and cornering the market and everything like that, right? Where it's yeah, like yeah, it's all it's, that same stuff. It's business. You know, as funny as it is, it's it's the drug trade for sure, but it's just business. It's simple business. Yep. It's yep. about having your product be the only one that people can buy. And then yep. doing it so well that no other product can compete. Like yep. you said, you corner the market. It's not. Uh, it's it's yeah. It, it's so well done though because you're right. It's you got to remind yourself the, that it's drugs. Just the way they they, they ch- talk about it too, where Mike's just like fifteen thousand per gallon, and Declan's like, "Ooh, steep." But like, you know, it's not even really a negotiation. Mm-hmm. They both know that it's a fair price. It's just like that. You know, you have to act like. <laughs> you're sort of in the power position here. Yeah. Position position of power, I should say. Um, so yeah, basically he's Declan just says, unless the blue Mets off the streets, no deal. Um, so then Jesse tries to convince Walt to sell tells. And then this is great. You know, Walt tells him about gray matter. It's also <sighs> this- great. It's also great too, because when, when Jesse calls him, he's like, come to my house. Mm-hmm. He's like, really? Yes, really. Cause you know, Jesse, it was like you said before, Walt was always just like, keep these lives separate, never come to my house. He would freak out if Jesse even suggested it. But now he's, you know, he's telling Skylar before, like, going to rob a train. And now he's like, yeah, Jesse, come over to my house. No yeah. big deal. Right? Yeah, it's so good. This is up there with my favorite scene. I love this scene. Oh, man. Because it, it Again, shows the, shadowing. the true intentions. Yeah. Well, and, it, 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 and they've done such a good job of. of of hinting at this has kind of always been Walt's motivation. Yes. Right. And there was that great flashback scene when him and Skylar are young and he's like, I'm, you know, unbridled, uh, uh, futures for us. Right. Like we're going to be moving up. Like, and it's always kind of shown this ambition and this cocky side of him. And now he's goes back to gray matter. Have you ever heard of gray matter? Of course, Jesse hasn't heard of fucking gray matter. Yeah. Right. You know, I, I, all right, started with my again. He never. We never really find out what actually happens, right? You know, there was the yeah. three of us. Something happened. Yeah, I love the uh, ambiguous nature of this. They never yeah. really give it to you, so you're you're left to then make the distinction yourself. Like there was an affair. From Walt's there was, side, yeah. is it an affair? Is it that Walt was just being butt hurt? Like, what's the? You know, was he just? 
complaining about nothing. You never really know. And I they just almost, love that idea. Almost like they leave it in shades of gray. Neil? Hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you go. Yeah. I just, but yeah, I'm all about the ambiguity here because yeah. it allows for speculation on, you know, like you said, and maybe it was Walt's ego. Maybe he didn't actually play that big of a role. Maybe he did. Well, you, you just never know. It's yeah. similar. It's similar to Gus. We never know what happened with Gus and Chili. For sure. Right. We yeah, never. Why did get, he have this protection? We. You know? So it, that's. I like how they draw those comparisons to Gus and and uh, and Walt. I didn't even mention too in uh, in Dead Freight. They make another reference to Jesse James, right? Where. Mm-hmm. Where uh, Lydia's like, you should rob the train, and Jesse's like, like Jesse James. So it's always this, 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 this reminder that we're kind of watching a modern western here, right? Like in the same vein as No Country for Old Men or something like that, right? Like they're in the desert, they're they're always they're chasing money, right? It's it's Definitely. a it's a it's a crime show. So I always like those invocations. Yeah, um, I love. Um, yeah, so I just love this scene overall because. You know, you know, I took a bio from Gray Matter for five thousand dollars. You know how much that company is worth today? He's like billions or like two point one six billions billions. with a B. Yeah, with a B, (laughs) not an M. B. He's like, and I took it out, you know. And so then I love what I love about is this is the first time he admits it. He finally admits his motivation. You asked me if I if I was in the meth business or the money business. Neither. I'm in the empire Empire business. business. He finally admits that like he's not in it for the family. No. You know, and, and it further gets, you know, as the dinner goes on, you know, and then Skyler leaves the table, he eventually admits that this oh, business is all I have. That's right? that, that is like such a like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you're just like, man, you're just it, you're gone, man. You're Walt's gone. gone. Man. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, Skyler comes home. Skyler, you remember Jesse, Jesse, <laughs> my wife, Skyler. Hello, Mrs. White. Because, you know, because before it was just, and then that look on Anna Gunn too, like her acting like Skylar putting it together. She's like, so it, it was Jesse Pinkman this whole fucking time kind of thing, right? Because it was always kept so separate and, you know, she, so she's like, if this is, this is who your partner's been this whole time. Um, and like you mentioned, you know, the, so he insists Jesse stays for dinner and just a great scene. Jesse rambling, trying to, you know, fill the awkwardness, talking about the beans and, uh, and then just great to Skylar, just pouring basically like a half a bottle in, of wine into her, into her glass. And, uh, he's like, Oh, again, Jesse trying to, Jesse just trying to fill the silence. He's like, <laughs> yeah, he told, he told, how was work? How's the, how's the car wash? He told me you're a great manager. <laughs> oh, did he, what else did he tell you about me? Oh, you know, just, you know, stuff. Did he also tell you about my affair? <laughs> yeah, like, oh, man, the, uh, you got to love the caught in the middle. Like, the tension. Yeah, Je- and Jesse just looking back and forth between them. He's got his drink. Yeah. I love it's then, the literal middle of the table. It's so yeah. yeah. And then uh, Skylar asks to be excused. Takes uh, the whole bottle. <laughs> yep. And uh, that's where Walt goes, my kids aren't here. And she's like, thank God, no. And then it's like you said, my kids aren't here. They're gone. My wife doesn't love me. She took my kids from me. This business is all I have. And you want to take that from me now too? And like you said, that's where... Because he could it, he could have his wife and kids back. Skyler's made that very clear. Just give up the fucking business. But no, yeah. now the business is more important to him. That's right. The ego uh, won't let him. Yeah. Uh, 
and then uh, Walt tries to go back to the office to steal the methylamine. Mike's there, catches him. He's like, ah, why did I have a feeling you do something stupid like this, Walter? And then uh, takes him into the office. He's like, we're going to wait all night. I gotta, I, I'm making the deal tomorrow. We're taking the full amount. Uh, so they stay up all night in the office, and then Mike lets him know, I got something to attend to before this deal. So as much as I, for some reason, don't trust you with a thousand gallons of methylamine, basically we have to tie you up to this radiator. <laughs> And yeah. Mike leaves. And then, again, it just shows what's come to Walt, right? Like how desperate, how motivated he is. He makes this electrical current and literally burns the shit out of his own fucking wrist. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's just so, like, again, it's, it, I, love, I love whenever they show the ingenuity of, of Walt. He can, this guy's brilliant. He can make, like, a, basically a laser mm-hmm. out, of, out, of this, out of a coffee pot. Yeah. And then even as you're watching, you're like, what is he, what's he doing? Like, what's he going to do? And then, yeah, he just burns through and it just, the lingering shot of you see the, the smoke coming off of his skin and like, you can only imagine how much that must stink, Ugh. but he, yeah. he, he's unwavering, right? Like he, mm-hmm. he won't, he doesn't stop at any point. He just gets through. Um, and then, yeah, this is, and then we, this is where you see, uh, Mike with Saul with the, uh, with the DEA, Mm-hmm. Basically saying like we're you know we're we're pressing a stalking charge on you guys, and uh, yeah, talk they they talk about the judge. Oh, the judge the judge hates overly zealous cops, so you guys are screwed. Yeah, uh, and then they go back to the back to the car, and yeah, he's, Saul's like, no, Mike, you got twenty four hours until they're coming down on you, and that's uh, and again the, you have that idea that Mike's Mike says twenty four hours, it's all I need. So something's going to happen. You know, they, they do a really good job of sort of doing this funeral march for Mike where it's like he's got a day left. And then uh, gets back to the office, sees that uh, there's no, the, the, the tanker's gone. And he walks in, pulls the gun to Walt's head. Yeah. Again, takes another half measure because yeah. Jesse says, listen to him. He's got a plan. He's got a plan. There's a way that we can, we can. He keeps the methylamine, and you still get your five million dollars, and we're still out. Mm-hmm. Is this true? Is this true, Walter? Everybody wins. Everybody wins. But you know, no. This is no. this is all set up just for Heisenberg to win. It is though. Uh, Convince everyone else that they're going to win. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just oh, man, it's just it's brutal. <laughs> It is brutal. And then we move to Say My Name. Uh, and r- this one's, oh, this one was nominated for writing as well. Uh, Thomas Schnotz wrote the episode. Brian Cranston and Jonathan Banks are both Emmy nominated for the episode. And there's no, no doubt in anyone's mind why. Uh, it's, just, uh, it's just incredible. So Walter tries to strike up a deal with Declan. Told to lay off of Mike. Hank switches... Uh, his focus to the lawyer who's been paying, who's been paying off Mike's men in jail. Cold open. Walt is in the backseat of Mike's car. It's just a rear, rear shot of this, that Heisenberg head, that bald mm-hmm. head. Yeah. Uh, they meet with Declan and Walt just fucking flexes on Declan. To be honest, this is as much as Walt's a piece of shit. This is a great scene. Just like, yeah, 
your your product sucks. Seventy percent throws it at him. Seventy-eight percent purity. You've been dying it blue because you tr- you want it to look like mine. You tell me that you don't care about my product, but you do. You're mm-hmm. trying to make it. What does he say? Mine's ninety-nine point one percent, and that's that's another cool detail too. Whether he's lying or not, the purity keeps getting better. Yes. Yeah. The purity keeps going up because it's like yeah. usually around ninety-eight. Now all of a sudden it's ninety-nine point one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so and, you know, you're the you're the T-ball team. I'm the 27. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and he and he's just you know, and he, but he's he's speaking their language too, right? He's like, why why should we care? We shoot you now, the blue meth goes away. He's like, yeah, you shoot me, and the blue meth goes away, but then you're pissing away pro, uh, profits. Yeah, I can like make you, an, I I can make you an extra whatever it is, ten million dollars a year if just yeah. by using my product. Mm-hmm. And so that he's like, so and why like efficiency? You know, like product more yield more money like kind of thing yep. right better purity better yield more money like he just explains it in a way like you said he talks their language which it's all about the greens it's all about the benjamins yep you know the, and, yeah and he, and so then good. he uh you know declan's basically well why us why do you get to why do we are so special to get cut in he's like i need production mike's retiring i need someone to take over the production side you guys have networks set up you take his 35% or 33% and mm-hmm. we're laughing. Yeah. And and then of course, just the famous who, like who the hell are you? You know who I am. All of you know who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm the one who killed Gus Fring. Bullshit. And then he cartel looks over guy. at Mike. Yeah. Cartel guy. Mike, he looks over at Mike's Mike's like, no, he <laughs> fucking did it. And then as much, as much, as much as he hates Walt, he's like, no, it wasn't the cartel, man. And then just that look on, Declan's face where he's like, shit, yeah. you know who I am. Say my name. You're Heisenberg. You're goddamn right. And then just cut to the theme. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. And it's a, it's a long, longer open than we're usually used to, too. It's about yeah. six minutes long. Here yeah. yeah. Good uh, Declan's men roll out. Mike gets his $5 million. Uh, Jesse reminds Walt that he's out, too. Walt said, even though Walt had promised him both he and uh, Jesse as a cook, right? Mm-hmm. And he just goes, well, you know, Walt, Mr. White, I'm out too. He's like, well, just Jesse, I got a lot to deal with right now. We'll talk about this later. Yeah. How I know, am I going to get my... Like, fu- his dismissiveness of Jesse is like, you're just like, God, you're such a piece of shit. Like, just let him yeah. go, but... Again, it's that control, I think. More than yeah. anything, it really is that sort of lasting... You know, Jesse's been there from the beginning as well, too. I think perhaps diving in without Jesse, there's some type of like security blanket style thing. Oh, absolutely. Too. Yeah. Well, and we've had that, right, for the longest time where it's, you know, it's... When in box cutter, when the, you know he doesn't know what Gus is going to do with that box cutter, he's like, you kill me, you don't have, them, you don't have the cook. You kill Jesse, mm-hmm. I quit. Right, yeah. they've always had that sort of connection to each other, right? And one of the worst scenes is uh, when they fight at the end of whatever episode that was, when they get into that huge brawl, end time or whichever one it was, when they get into the yeah. brawl, and he's, mm-hmm. you know, can you walk and get the fuck out of here and don't come back? Yeah. Or even even way back when Walt first gets with Gus, and they're sitting in Saul's office, and he says, uh, "Here's the deal." You're out. I'm in, kind of thing, right? And he looks at yeah. Jesse and says, "You know, I'm I'm working for Gus. You're not." So whenever they have those tent, those conflicting scenes, they're hard. So it makes yeah. sense that 
they always make an effort, you know, there is that reason why Walt wants Jesse around. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, so yeah, he, uh, basically says, all right, see you, Mike goes inside. And then, uh, that's where we get Jesse and Mike with their last interaction together. We yeah. lost face to face interactions together. And he says, I'll see you around, Mike. He's like, no, you won't. When I say I'm out, I'm out. And Jesse's like, I'm out too. And Walt, or Mike just has that look on his face again, right? Where it's like, he, he, you're not out, kid. He's like, yeah. he's like, I'm, I'm out too. In these, and it just makes me think of, he just says, kid, just look after yourself. Just look after yourself. Yeah. Because uh, he knows that Jesse are, uh, are Enos and Jack. <laughs> they can't qu- they can't quit each other i love it yeah, yeah it's it's true though like i love mike's sort of resonation just like bro you're not though because you're mm-hmm. you're not like he still has you you know he's he, you're not, yeah. he's he's withholding the money from you like yep. you, you can tell he doesn't want to just tell him but he, he can mike knows it's just like you're not out yet man i just can't quit you jack <laughs> i can't quit you enos that's right yeah uh so then Walt and Jesse pick up the methylamine from the car wash. We find out that's where Walt had stashed it. Skyler questions it. What is this, Walt? And Walt just keeps telling her to forget it. Mm-hmm. And, Je- you know, again, Jesse's like, hi, Mrs. White. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're, uh, and then just a great simple line reading, but I love it, where they're just looking at the, the tank, and he just goes, Jesse goes, vamanos. Skyler goes, I wish. I wish. <laughs> Great piece of writing, yeah. Oh, and then as as she's walking away, Jesse kind of looks at her like, "Man, Walt's got this." Like, this is where Jesse had there really a re- being like, "This guy is." Crazy. He's got Skylar under his thumb, and he kind of has me under his thumb too. Like, I got to get out, man. I got to. I got to get away from this guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike's lawyer drops off all the money. Great, cool scene of him at the, with the security boxes, just. Uh, going around dropping them all all the cash into them we just see like this bag great great uh establishment too the one banker dot he always goes to and like brings her something to set, kind of be like i brought you this these muffins today i brought you these whatever to kind of you know mm-hmm. out of sight out of mind while i drop these millions of dollars in these safety d- deposit boxes right yeah like she's opening like fucking nine boxes or whatever right yeah he, he, he just goes oh and then another one today 602 yeah. And she doesn't even question it. She just opens it for him, leaves, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's just so good. Uh, so we see, yeah, like we said, dropping off all the legacy payments, and then he leaves the last one. The 602 is for Mike, for, and with a note that says, uh, fifth, uh, for Kaylee on her 18th birthday, and it's, you know, the $5 million. Mm-hmm. Um, or a Mike, portion of it, I guess, because he's going to yeah, pay, pay sure. the rest of the people, but yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. I think it was then, three million. Is that what they said? Because what? How much was it when they apprehended him? I think it was like three million or. Something oh, is that what it was? Like yeah, like they're like, oh, like you know, don't want because I think that's what it was. Like he had three million in the fund or something like that. I want right. to oh, say that uh, it was that number. Oh, initially right? when they when yeah. they closed the bank, it was two million. It was two million. There you go. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. right. Yeah, so it probably put two million back or whatever, and then paid the rest yeah. of the guys with like the rest of the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Uh. So then he, you know, talks to the lawyer, and again, this is they do these this very sort of somber death march for Mike, where he's sitting there with his lawyer, and he goes, "It's probably going to be a while till we do another one of these, eh, Mike?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> and then he just gets out of the car and then this is where we cut to the desert. Mike's listening to Hank on the, on the radio, on the computer, computer again. And he, uh, he knows that they're closing in on him. Basically go, he's like, go me. Why are you so happy? He's like, we got the, uh, we got the warrant for our trout. Mm-hmm. So he's like, all right. Uh, so then, yeah, he goes to the, it's a well thing, drops yep. all his gun and his ammo. He drops the computer down there. Mm-hmm. Oh, fun fact. That mm. computer is the exact computer I still own to this day. That and is I, a fun. I have had it for a decade, roughly, and that would wow. make sense considering that this show, this would have been around 2012, and that would have been yep. exactly when I bought it right around then. There you go. 2011, 2012. Yeah, and it's that exact. I could. I noticed it with the HP, and then when they had it open, and they were like listening <laughs> to the uh, conversations of the DEA, I was like, "That is literally my computer. That's incredible." So, uh, it still works to this day. So, shout out to to that laptop. So, it made me chuckle because I was like, "Oh man, that's it. That's my exact one." Shout out to Heliot Packard. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, yeah um <laughs> sorry just a random thing but i was like that is my exact laptop like yeah. right when i saw it i was like oh my god <laughs> yeah and then we uh we talked about before he drops the car off at the airport we see him yep. put the bag in the trunk which is gonna be important hides yep. the key passport. right by it there's passport yep. gun in there all that kind of stuff yeah um and then he gets home he's making coffee the cops come to his house but again they find nothing mm-hmm. and hank just has this look like this son of a bitch yeah <sighs> um and then jesse shows up to to the office walt is putting stuff together for a lab he's like oh jesse you're just in time you can help me with the with the residue in this tank we just wait to like, un- being so annoying yeah. just in just in denial and he's yeah. like you know i thought maybe we'd double our production you get your own lab you know you're just as good as me you don't need me anymore yeah he's like now he's with, trying to butter him up well yeah. which is well because that's what gus did before right Waltz is trying to be Gus Fring. <laughs> yes. And he's just, he's just there for his 5 million. He's, and, but you know, Waltz just not having it. He's just, if I put it out of sight, out of mind, don't need to worry about it at all. Right. Um, and then, and then again, Walt just, he's like, why would you want that $5 million? It's blood money. Jesse, if you're all yeah. above this, why would you, why would you want it? Tries to guilt him all of a sudden. You're just like, fuck off, man. If there's a hell, we're certainly already there, but I'm yeah. not going to lay it down before I get there. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty it's good. just a good quote, though, but still. Just a great scene. He's just trying to evoke Jesse's emotion. He's yep. like, oh, well, blood money. You don't want that. always been doing, right? Yep. It's always about manipulating feelings with Jesse, right? Feelings yep. of well, often remorse. And then this time Jesse walks away. If you walk out of here, you won't get anything. And then yeah. just that, Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> so good. And then he walks. So it angers him even more, right? Yep. Which I think provokes him into this next step, right? Really. Yep. So. Uh, Hank gets reamed out for using too many resources, <laughs> following Mike, yep. neglecting his other duties. He's like, why are, you, why are you personally hand-delivering a search warrant? He's like, ah, yeah, sorry, that was a lapse in judgment. Shouldn't have done that. But then he still gets Gomi to tag the lawyer, to tell, <laughs> tell the lawyer. Yeah. He's like, he's like, Hank, you just got told that we need to ease off Mike. He's like, he said ease off Mike. He didn't say anything about the lawyer. <laughs> Oh. Uh, and then we get a scene of Walt cooking with Todd. Yep. Uh, kind of showing how Todd's a little sloppier. It's but also cool. like more subordinate. 
I guess. Absolutely. Then yeah. Jesse, right? He's taking notes. He's very like, he's paying attention the whole time. He's just, yeah, I think he's just not as smart as Jesse, right? I yeah. think that's where it's going to basically become a, a thing, you know? Well, because they, cause they even kind of, before they get started, he's like, do you ever take basic chemistry in high school? And Todd's like, no. Nope. But even, Je- even Jesse had taken at least basic chemistry, right? Yeah, so for sure. Uh, and then yeah, afterwards, this is complicated. It's going to take me a few more times to get a grasp on it. <laughs> well, oh yeah, it'll take a few more times. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's great. And then, like you said, we see him with the notes, and he's like, "We'll talk payment soon." And Todd, but Todd's like, "No, I think I should get this straight before I get paid or anything yeah, like that." And you can tell like Walt, Walt just loves that. Walt likes that. Yeah, I'm in control. I'm the boss, right? Yeah. Uh, when you earn your, you earn your keep, right? Yeah. That. That idea. Oh uh, Gomi tells the lo- the lawyer to the bank. Right. You know, great scene where he just looks over and Gomi's just smiling, and he's got this full bag of cash. And he's like, oh, shit. shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. And then yeah, I mentioned this already. Walt tries to talk to Skylar over their frozen dinners. She just walks away. He's like, oh, I have a new partner at work, and she's just like, I don't care, and walks away. Um. This is where I wrote, the richer, the more powerful Walt gets, the less extravagant his life becomes. Um, and then Hank, Walt goes back to Hank's office to remove the bugs this time because that's what, what, Mike had said that in his, in his right. as he was leaving, he's like, just make sure, make sure you get those bugs back, Walter. Um, and this is, yeah, where he's crying again and Hank walks out and he just does the like finger gun to the head like, oh my God, this is too much. I can't handle this. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's important because as Walt's there, he gets the bugs out, finds out that Mike's lawyer is going to flip because Gomi walks up. He's like, what's the matter? He's like, we got the lawyer. He's going to flip. We got Ermin Trout. We got this. It's it's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, Walt calls Mike desp- uh, yeah, desperately as Mike's sitting there at the at the uh, park with his granddaughter again. He's like, Mike, they're coming. They got you. Your lawyer's going to flip on you. They're on their way. And then just great shot of them just swarming, you know, swarming the, the, the park. He looks back, you know, they're looking at his car. He looks back They're at the other side of the park. He's like, he's got to leave his granddaughter there. Mm-hmm. He's, he just, he's like, fuck. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Mike calls Saul. In one, in one of his drawer full of cell phones, which I love. Yeah. <laughs> Saul's talking to, to Jesse and Walt, and you just hear a buzzing, and he goes over to his desk and pulls open a drawer, and there's just like 10 cell phones. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, he's he's uh, he's like, hey, everyone's here. Jesse, he, what does he call The brain trust. He's like, the brain trust is here. Who the f- hell is the brain trust? trust? Yeah. Walt and Jesse are here. I don't want to talk to Walt and Jesse, Saul. I want to talk to you. Yeah. And he's like, I need you to go to the airport. I need to get my bag. I need to get out of here. There's, I can't. They're, they're watching me. And, you know, again, Jesse's like, I'll do it, Walt. Uh, Mike, I'll do it. Don't worry. He's like, no, kid. Don't. I don't want to get you involved. I'm paying Saul. Saul can do it. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know, Saul doesn't want to do it. And then, finally, Walt's like, God damn it. I'll do it. Yeah. Of course, Mike doesn't have any uh, op- uh, uh, opposition to that. He's like, oh, okay. If Walt, get caught. Yeah. If Walt wants to get caught, I don't care. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he has a soft spot a, for Jesse. Yeah. yeah. It's such a, that's such a sad scene. Um, right. Like when, cause before that, um, like he has to leave the park, right? Yeah. You know, when Walt, when Walt calls him frantically, right? Yeah. And I just, I, 
that scene of him not being able to say, say goodbye to his daughter granddaughter. or his granddaughter sorry I'm just yeah. like oh and he like kind of tears up and then like you said then he's got to deal with like fucking idiot Saul and and uh, Walt right after and stuff you can tell he's just like fuck me like god damn and it's it. And that scene, that 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 lingering look on his granddaughter, you know, like Mike's Mike's not getting out of this, man. And they've, right? like I said, they've they've hinted at it so much, and it's like, oh, sure. this is it. Yeah, no, I know. So well shot. Then Walt we get goes the final gets, scene. Well, Walt goes and gets the bag, and of course he opens it, and as soon as you see that gun laying on top, you're like, ah, shit. Uh, yeah. And get to the yeah. final scene. Yeah, it hands hands it off to Mike. Hands the bag off to Mike. They meet in like again, beautiful scenery in this like forest. Yeah. Uh, and just you know, confronts him about the legacy payments. He, I want the names, and then that's great too. He goes to walk. He grabs the bag. He's like, "I'm not giving you this bag until you give me the nine names." And Mike's like, "Walt, I'm done with you." Just goes yeah. over, pulls the bag out of his hand, goes to walk away. And Walt says, "You're welcome." Yeah. Mike's just like, "Welcome." <laughs> yeah. All this falling apart like this is on you. Mm-hmm. And Walter just goes, wow, oh, that's some kind of logic right there, Mike. You screw up, you get yourself all by the DA, and now suddenly this is all my fault? Why don't mm-hmm. you walk me through this, Mike? We had a good thing, you stupid son of a bitch. We had Fring, <laughs> we had a lab, we had everything we needed, and it all ran like clockwork. You could have shut your mouth, cooked and made as much money as you ever needed. It was perfect, but but no, you just had to blow it up. Blow it up. You and your pride, and, your, pride and your, ego, your ego. You just had to be the man. If you'd done your job, known your place, we'd all be fine right now. Yeah, so that was my it's, that was my quote for the thing that was waiting. Because that's but, exactly uh, what it is. His pride and ego is why he kills Mike. And then Mike he walks away, <laughs> and you know it. Like the, would they have that wide shot? Mike leaves, gets into his car. Walt storms off, but it lingers. So you're like, oh, he's coming back. Yeah. And then he just storms back, walks towards the car, just without hesitation. Him. Without hesitation, just shoots him. And as soon as Mike starts to drive away, though, you see that look on his face, like active passion he's like ah fuck what did i do yeah and then you think yeah mike looks like he's gonna get away car swerves to the side hits the tree mm-hmm. walt runs over he's not there you see the trail of blood he walks down there yeah and then it's just it's just crushing man it's he just he just goes i realized lydia has the names yeah. I didn't need them from you at all. Yeah. When, well, like I said, I it's, a, it's really the first time Walt's done something non-calculated. Yep. Every yeah, death, a, for the uh, most part, has had a purpose. Yes. Whether it's manipulation, whether it's getting ahead, whether it's saving his own life, it's any type of reason. So I think yeah. that's what makes this scene so sad. Because yeah. even Walt, who is so far gone, recognizes that like this was kind of unnecessary. It's just yeah. an old man looking to get away. Yeah, you know, and ah, it's uh, so good. I just realized I can get the names from Lydia. I'm sorry, Mike. All of this could have been avoided. Will you shut the fuck up and let me die in peace? So good. And then it just pans that out. Wide shot, and then yeah, yeah you just there not Silence. no no dialogue, and then he falls over. And then that. if you, I don't know if you noticed in the credits, the sound over the credits is his granddaughter swinging on the swing. You just hear the sque- the squeaking of the swing. Oh, okay. Oh, God. Yeah, it's uh, it's just, and I think that that the scene is so powerful, and the episode's so powerful because it's like, Walt's got to Walt's got to die. <laughs> it's 
It it's is kind of it, it is kind of like the last straw. Like as much as the awful things he's done, even with Gale or whatever, like you understood that it was about him to having to survive. Mm-hmm. Him killing Mike, there was no necessity at all, like you said. Yeah, and so it's the first time we finally see that, and you're like, okay, like. He's like going to have to, you can't make mistakes like this that you're killing people that really don't deserve to it's die. A, it, you know, even go, even all the way back to crazy eight, right? He made the True. list. If, if I don't kill him, he'll kill my family. You know, and mm-hmm. he was willing to spare him. But then when he puts the plate together, he realized the shards missing. He's like, if I don't kill this guy, he'll kill me. He'll kill my family. For sure. Gu- Gus Fring is after my family. If I don't take care of him, you know, then everyone's in danger. But mm-hmm. Mike was out. Mike, Mike just wanted his money, wanted to get out, wanted to leave. Yeah. He was truly out in this case. And Mike just said, your pride in your ego. And he's like, yeah, well, my pride in my ego, here's my pride in my ego, you son of a bitch. Right? Yeah. So, ah, it's just... It was a and then, scene. But then it makes, the, it makes it worse in the next scene where it's fucking him and Todd. And he's just like, I don't want to talk about this. Okay. Right? I know. Like, Fuck. I know. Uh, so, yeah, episode eight, Gliding All Over, directed by Michelle McLaren. She's directed a few episodes of the show. Uh, nominated for direct, direction for this episode. Uh, Walt meets with Lydia to get the names of Mike's people in prison. Skylar uh, makes another attempt to convince Walt to give up cooking meth. And then what? It, what's the first thing we see opening this episode, Mike? Uh, Neil, what's pestering Walt again? What do you mean? It's a fly. Oh, sorry. That's right. That's right. Zoom in on the fly. It's crawling. That's right. Yeah. He's at the desk. It's bothering him again. That's right. Ah, so there you go. Yep. So what does the fly represent, Nick? Let us know. Guilt. All the masses. Guilt. I think it's guilt. I think it is too, because anytime it is like guilt, yeah. the fly shows up. Because again, I think the mic one was useless. And so they bring back, you know, that well, fly and, and that and situation. During, and during fly, the whole thing, the whole time he wants to get confess to jesse i let jane die yes but and then he doesn't ever do it and when he gets back home he looks up the fly's still there yes never you're right until yeah, it always we, it always is there right it's always present in some and capacity. even at even at the you know when in the last episode when he's talking to jesse he's like it, you know it had to we had to kill the kid i'm sorry like just because i'm i'm the father here just because i'm oh, not cur- curled just because i'm not curled up in a ball crying doesn't mean i don't care but again, he's like all the people we've killed, all the people have had to die, and he has a ch- opportunity to say it again, but he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Never, he doesn't. He, can't, he doesn't bring up Jane, right? Yeah. He mentions Gail. He mentions everyone else, but he doesn't mention that. So I know it's that's uh, like Gail. All the people. I'm like you, motherfucker. Like mm-hmm. only brings up fucking who Jesse killed. But again, yep. it's a manipulation tactic. But you're just yep. like, you, motherfucker. Um. So yeah. So the flies pestering Walt. Todd gets to the office, <laughs> cabs there, which I thought was a funny touch. Uh, he lets Walt know that he took Mike's car to old Joe, Mr. Heckles. Um, and then he goes, should we talk about this other thing? And he opened the trunk of Walt's car to find Mike's body. I don't want to talk about this. Okay. And then Jesse shows up. Walt slams the trunk shut. Uh, but saying, oh yeah, this is where he kind of says, I'll, I'll help with the nine names, Walt. And he goes, you know, help us, us. There's no us anymore, Jesse. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the only vote. Oh God. Yeah. And then, cause he's got Todd now. Right. And he just, yep. he, he, sh- he shuts that garage door and then he turns around and he just has that fucking smirk on his face. I know. It's annoying. Uh, so annoying. 
Yeah. And then we have uh, Hank trying to shake down Dennis, one of uh, one of uh, Mike's guys in jail. That's right. You know, for details on Gus's operation, mm-hmm. but they get held up on the plea bargain. And again, Hank, right there, he has the chance, but he goes, "No, you know what? I'm not going to give you immunity. I got other guys I can shake down." Yeah. Well, so you think, right? Yeah. Hank, play- Hank had Hank had the guy right there, but he overplayed his hand. Yeah. Again, a little bit of pride and ego here. Sure. Like really trying, like Hank has always, he's never taken any of the small victories this whole time. And yeah. he doesn't take it here, right? He wants the whole enchilada, if you will. You know, he wants that whole thing. Until so it's too late. Right. Maybe you're right. That is partial. Still definitely pride in, in his investigative work and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then we have a great scene where Walt meets with uh, Lydia at the coffee shop. And this yep. is just, again, just a good, really fleshing out Lydia's, you know, mm-hmm. before she was always nervous. And she, even here, like when she's first putting the sugar in her coffee, you're kind of like, oh, you know, nervous Lydia. She thinks she might be getting killed. Mm-hmm. And when she starts talking to Walt, you realize like how deep her fingers are into the operation. Right. And she's like, you wouldn't be talking to me if Mike could still offer you these names. So she kind of puts together like he had, he had Mike offed. No, that not yeah. knowing maybe he did it himself, but she knows that Mike's been taken care of. So she's like, Mike's you need gone. me. Yeah. I have the names in my head. I didn't write them down. Cause you could just kill me as soon as I give them to you. Mm-hmm. But instead let's expand this operation. Yeah. Czech Republic. And again, she speaks his language. Yes. 5% of people in the Czech Republic use meth and their, their stuff is like 60% over there. Could you imagine if they get your 99.1% yeah. pure meth? And then she's like the 5% equals, you know, more than you can even have in the For more Texas or whatever. Right? Yeah. yeah. So again, like and you it, said, it's how can you, it's definitely touching a little bit on that pride from, from Walt, right? The and, ego a little bit. And they had mentioned that before with Declan, where when Mike's like, don't worry about the blue meth being still on the streets, Declan, like your operations in Arizona, this is New Mexico. But, you know, Walt, he's like, why don't I have both Arizona and New Mexico? I bring Declan in, I get both markets. And now Lydia's saying, let's go overseas. He's like, shipping internationally sounds like a death wish. She's like, no, how do you think Gus did it? You think Gus Fring was the one operating, coordinating this? This this is my job. That's why we're... It's like Madrigal's under investigation. We've got 14 divisions in Madrigal. There are yeah. food divisions under, but I've got these other ones I can operate through. And it's just mm-hmm. like, you realize just how complex the whole thing is. And you realize Walt's like, this is my opportunity now to be Gus Fring. I bring Lydia in. Now I truly am Gus Fring. Exactly. And you can, and so you does, can read it on his face. Yeah. He's kind of, his, his eyes like light up throughout yeah. the, the whole scene, right? It's like the wheels are turning each time she says when it, something. Can, because it is an interesting pendulum of power, right? When Walt first gets there, she's like, you should order something. He's like, I'm not thirsty. Yeah. Right? She's like, it looks kind of awkward if you don't order things. He's like, we're fine, Lydia. And then it swings back, and now she kind of is in control, and she's like, okay, I'm going to head out. Mm-hmm. And then <sighs> picks up the hat. And the ricin's there. She was right. <laughs> he was there to kill her. Son of a bitch, man. (laughs) (laughs) He's just a piece of shit, dude. (laughs) Yeah, puts the glasses back on, puts the hat back on. Yeah, yeah. I love this idea that just anything he does, you have to question now. Yep. You know, his intentions, for some reason, you still linger on the fact that, like, maybe he is in Heisenberg, but then time and time again, he keeps proving to you that he is. Yeah. You have to reconcile that, which I think, again, is such great writing, such great acting, all that stuff comes together. Uh, so he goes, gets back home, puts the rice in back in the 
in the sockets, who obviously going to play a part probably going forward. Oh, is that how I Walt dies? I won't. I won't. I will not say how the ricin will come back into does play. Does Walt? Does it all come back? Does is Walt the one who gets poisoned by the ricin? <laughs> I'm not going to say, but I will say that ricin uh, will come back. It'll make another appearance. How about that? That's all I'll give you. That would be that would be perfectly. Uh, that would be a full circle because that's how this whole thing started with him and him and Jesse as they were going to poison yeah. Tuco. Tuco with huh. Bryson, yeah. I didn't didn't really think about that until just now. Oh, um, maybe, maybe. Maybe there's so, a different foreshadow that you missed. Who knows? Oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, he calls calls up Todd. He says, I think it's about time I met with your uncles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then just right again, right out of... Uh, the Godfather from the uh, the baptism scene where Michael Corleone has all his competitors killed during his daughter's baptism mm-hmm. or his son's baptism, played by Sofia Coppola. Yeah, one of the only act, one of the only actors other than Al Pacino who's in all three. Yeah, uh, but anyway, Ooh, um, look at you go. But again, just masterful coordination, and this is just like such a disturbing sequence of events the, again the score is so fantastic over it and they keep cutting back ju- ju- juxtaposition of like yeah. just this like jazzy sort of up-tempo song mm-hmm. and then yeah just all these like just like and then cutting back to walt looking out the window and then like back drinking to his coffee kill drinking his coffee but, like it keeps jumping back and forth so so well done yeah but like like you said before that he uh it's when he meets with the white supremacists we find out that todd's basically you know his family is a bunch of Nazis. Yep, yep. The Aryan Brotherhood. Yeah. So. And uh, Walt's just sitting there in the dark. He's like, "This is this can be done, but not the way you think it can be." He's like, "Just do it. That's what just I'm paying you for. That's what yeah. I'm paying you for." Yeah. Yeah. Where do you think all these paintings come from? Is there some warehouse? Halloween just like <laughs> snaps his yeah. fingers in front yeah. of him. So because yeah. again, they're like kind of no nonsense, and then yeah. Walt's trying to like be whatever. And when he says get it done, I, I did like the laugh from the uncle kind of being like this fucking guy. Like, yeah. Like, I guess he yeah. is paying me a lot of money, so I'll figure it out. But yeah, like you, you can kind of tell he's kind of like this fucking guy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like I said, the scenes are just fucking brutal. It's like, so like the stabbing and the mm-hmm. like guy gets his head s- is smashed in and he, one the guy get, Dennis gets, one was crazy. Dennis gets light on light on lit on fire. Yeah. It's yeah. And then what are the, what's the next scene? Walt with his daughter. <laughs> Walt sitting there with his baby daughter. So well done, man. It's just so well done. And Hank and Marie's, uh, the news reports on again, just, you know, flippantly watching it, whatever mm-hmm. coordination of all these prison deaths. And Walt's like, yeah, that was me. Um, <laughs> Hank gets home, you know, Marie's like, Oh, turn the news off. You know, he's cause there's that great scene too, where as it's all these deaths are happening, well, uh, Hank's taking a picture of like a soccer team. Gomi comes over, whispers in his ear. You know, it made me think of uh, that famous scene of George Bush when he's reading the book to the class mm-hmm. and he gets told that the United States is under attack. It's almost yeah. the same thing for, for sure. Hank's life, right? He, he says that look in his face, goes into the office. Gomi's like freaking out. And he's like, fuck, they all leave. He gets home and he's just, he can't believe it, right? He's mm-hmm. one, one, once again, one step behind. He was one step behind Mike. Yeah. He was one step behind here. And he's probably thinking like, I had it in the palm of my hands and I got too cocky. Yeah. And he just has that great, that great chat where he says, you know, he fixes some bourbon on the rocks for him and him and Walt. Tells him the story about a summer job, had cutting down Mark trees. 
Maybe I should have enjoyed that job more. Cutting down trees is a lot better than chasing monsters. Chasing monsters. And then Walt just goes, I used to go camping. Just downs his drink. Yeah. Just. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck you. Hank's uh, like having like a crisis here. And yeah. Walt's meanwhile just like almost like taking pleasure in it. If that's. Absolutely taking pleasure in it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so good. And then a montage of Walt's empire growing, more money coming in. Things you know, Lydia, smooth. Lydia sending meth, meth in barrels to check. Uh, lots of replace cuts. Like you know, Walt, he's sitting there. Then he's in the lab. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, bringing money to the car to the car wash. Lydia at the coffee shop for pickups, drop offs. She you know pushes the pushes the the bag towards him. It's always that same bag he brings to the office to count with Todd. Um, yeah, and then of course. Saul getting his cut. I like that little reminder of Saul sitting there in, in his office and they bring him the money and he you know pours some whatever vodka or gin for himself. Yeah. And then it cut, cuts cuts to them pouring chemicals into the thing. It's <laughs> so well done. No wonder yeah. this got nominated for direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and then flash forward three months, we find out Skylar's hanging out with Holly, Walt Jr. and Marie. Mm-hmm. And then this is where Marie con- tries to convince her to, you know, quote, repair the family. The only way to repair the family is to, you know, actually repair the family. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, take, you know, you need to get your kids back. Do what you need to do. Skylar gets home to find Walt sitting alone by the pool. Blue, alone. That blue, That blue light on his face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, she says, take a drive with me. They go to the, the storage unit. Skylar unveils the pile of cash. Yeah. Um, she says, I honestly have no earthly idea how much this is. I want my life back. Please tell me this is enough. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Uh, like, cause it, when she's, I love when she's just like, this is more than we could spend in 10 lifetimes. You yeah. Know? Like how much is too much? Like, when are you done? I want my family back. Like, yeah. Yeah. I love well, it goes. Yeah. Walt goes for cancer treatment and as he's in the bathroom, he sees the busted dispenser when he punched, when he found out he was in remission. That's right. Um, stops at Jesse's place. They reminisce about the RV. Yeah, it's uh, a good know, little scene. I love when they're reminiscing know, re- about reveling yeah, in memories. Yeah. Um, you know, Oh, remember that time we broke down, we ran out of gas. Remember this, remember that it was a piece of shit, but Hey, it was ours kind of thing. It's what got this whole thing started. And there is that great part too, where Jesse he's on the couch, stoned or whatever he is, and he burns himself the cigarette. Yeah, he's falling asleep. Yeah. And there's like the the door the doorbell, and he goes and he looks, and then he walks off frame and walks back, and you're like, you know, you kind of have an idea, like, okay, he's getting protection for sure. And then uh, as well goes, ah, you know, Jesse's like, yeah, I should. It's also implied too that Walt basically paid for the mortgage on the house. Mm Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, you didn't end up moving. He's like, no, Saul told me what you did, so I didn't have to. Yeah. Uh, so a little, a little bit of humility for Walt still left. Yeah, not much, but it's only for people like Jesse, I think. I mean, yeah. at least in this moment. Yeah, and then he uh, he says, I left you something. Jesse's like, oh, I got to meet up with some friends. He's like, oh, yeah, I got to get going. Mm-hmm. Um, it left you something, and it turns out it's the five million. I assume it's the five million, right? That I assume it's five was, million. Yeah, he was, you know, that he was promised, mm-hmm. and then Jesse. Breaks down as he always does. Throws the gun. Yeah. Yeah. Puts his hands on his head. Leans up against the wall. Sitting. Yeah. yeah. Yep. 
Uh, and then, yeah, Walt gets home to tell Skyler that he is out. Time lapse a bit to the Waltz. The Whites and the Straters enjoying a day outside. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're chatting. There's like a lot of crosstalk going on. Like uh, Walt and Hank are chatting. Marie and and Skyler are chatting. Walt Jr. is playing with his sister. You know, he's. It's like this this really weird like lingering shot where there's no cuts. They're just it's just you know it's it's, it's like a peek into somebody a family who's actually just hanging out. Yeah. You know, like it shows Walt Jr. slowly go over, grab the sunscreen, walk mm-hmm. back to his sister. Yeah. It's just sort of like it's sort of giving you this feeling of peace. Yeah. And then Hank, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. We're right back. Cuts to the bathroom. He's, you know, going to take a shit. Yeah. He reaches back to read something, grabs a magazine. No, reads ba- reaches back again. And they'd actually shown Leaves of Grass before when Walt gets out of the right. shower. It, it, right. it, there'd been a shot of it there before. Mm-hmm grabs it opens he's like oh you kind of hank is this look in his face like oh yeah walt whitman i kind of remember this yeah flipping through goes to the front in front of the dust jacket there's the epigraph from gail to my other ww right it's an honor working with you fondly gb and then hank finally great puts it together back yeah great yeah a little bit of a denouement they're back in that room again the blue light is on walt yeah you know willy wonka Walter White, you caught me. Cut. Yeah, and then it's back to Hank's face, face. just that look, look on his face, like God damn it. He finally realizes. Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, what a way to have to wait until August eleventh, twenty thirteen. Well, it's such a good end of the episode. So the episode right, gliding overall is from, gliding all over. Gliding all over. Yeah, sorry, is um, from Leaves of Grass, of course. Mm. From Walt Whitman, the uh, um, the poem itself is gliding over all, through all, through nature, time, and space, as a ship on the waters advancing, the voyage of the soul, not life alone, death, many deaths I'll sing. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, good shit. So now, Hank, the real big bad, is finally on to Heisenberg. Yeah, so the, you know, really the next eight episodes are just going to be how we deal with Hank actually perhaps knowing or, you know, it's definitely going to explore him trying to find out more, obviously to start. Yeah. So, and then um, probably his, how conflicted he might be that it's this person in his life. Right. And of course they've really, they've really established how much Marie and Hank care for Walt jr. And Holly mm-hmm. also one weird detail. They just suddenly brought back calling Walt jr. Flynn, which I oh, found yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think <laughs> it was because he was acting out again. Ah, uh, so it's like yeah. when he's kind of in his more like alter ego almost. It's like, Oh, like father, like yeah. son. Yeah. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Say my name, Say Flynn. My name. You're <laughs> goddamn right. Doesn't quite have the same ring to it. No. Uh, okay. So we kind of talked about it, but uh, favorite scene, Neil. <sighs> yeah, I'm going to go. I, I love the um, gray matter scene when he's explaining everything. I just love that kind of Walt. Um, I love finally you know, admitting. Yeah, finally getting some of his motivations. He finally admits that it's selfish. He hasn't. He you know he's been hesitant to do that. So I love that they finally um, pull it together. And then kind of leading into the next scene with them at the dinner table, it kind of all blends together for me. So I'm gonna go with with that one and the awkward tension at the table and stuff. So yeah, yeah, that's but good. I, I love that one. What about yourself? I mean, you gotta go with the end of say my name. 
Sure. Just Mike, that. D- I know. Because it's just, it's, th- th- that is just such a good uh, culmination of direction, you know, f- uh, film photography, acting, and dialogue. Because it's very, it's, it's, there's not a lot of dialogue at the end there. Yeah. But the, it's just the acting from the two actors, from Brian Cranston, you know, from Jonathan Banks. Mm-hmm. And just the way it looks, the way it's shot, and just like you just you feel every little bit of there's this is this is now too far for for Walt. You know, he just and he even has that realization. It's like I didn't I didn't need to do this. But even at the end, even at the end when he realizes I didn't need to do this, there could have been another way, Mike. He's already starting to deflect blame from himself. Mm-hmm. He's blaming Mike at this point. This yeah. old man who's dying, he's like you know, this could have been avoided, Mike. This is your fault. Mm-hmm. It's just like, ah, he's gone too far. Yeah. Uh, favorite quote? Yeah, I, I just love when Mike's like, no, it was your ego, your pride, yeah. and your ego. Yeah. You know, if you'd just known your place, this all would have been fine. So I, yeah. that's kind of where I was at with, you, you read it out. That, to me, I love that, and part of that episode because it, it stayed on brand for Mike. It was Mike never deviated in his feelings towards Walt. Yeah. Whereas I found like Walt always kind of did and Mike Mike stayed true to himself to the end. So I'm, I'm yeah. all about that. Yeah. I mean, it's obvious. We got to go with say my name. Say my name. Yeah. It's pretty you're, good. You're, you're goddamn right. You're goddamn right. And just, yeah. And just invokes how this is the person Walt wants to be so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just, I, it's good. It, it, it ages well. It does. Um, MVP. This one might be a little interesting. I have a feeling I know who yours is. I'm going to go. Who do you think I'm going to say? I, well, I think you're going to say Jesse. I was going to say Jesse, but I'm going to go with Mike. Mike's my MVP. Okay. Goes down, finally. He just he he's, he's there all the way through the end. Mike's he becomes such an important character, and I thought he was such a good addition. So I'm gonna go with Mike, and I'm sad to okay. see him go. I was sad yeah. to see him go again. You know, even though you yeah. said like you said, you have to remind yourself that like he's still kind of a bad person. So yeah. not kind of he is. So yeah, exactly. But he's in it for reasons like that. Walt is supposed to be in it for. Sure. Yep. You know, I think Mike actually is in it for his granddaughter, making amends with his son. Whereas I would say, as Walt has now said, I'm just in it because I got fucked once and it still bothers me to this day. You know, like he's kind yeah. of a bit of a bitch. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's where I'm going with. How about yourself? I mean, I'm, I'm going to go with Walt. I mean, Walt, it's just, yeah, <laughs> he, he is great. He's, just, he's, he's so central in these episodes now. Right. Yeah. He's such an, yeah. inter- everything really does focus on him, but that's the shift in the series, right? Is that he's always wanted this. So then even the episodes now, he's in the majority of scenes with almost every character that we have, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, as the shift of the series has gone on, now he's become the focal point, which is what he always wanted in the first place, right? Yeah. Like you said, he's in the empire business. So. <sighs> God damn. So. Uh, yeah, we're, so then we're going full steam ahead towards Ozymandias, Nick. I mean, yep. Next week we got uh, Blood Money, directed by Brian Cranston, by the way. Yep. Uh, Buried Confessions, which I said Aaron Paul won for, be his third win after Half Measure and End Times, and then Rabbit Dog. Nice. And then yeah, and then the last four episodes. I mean, with Ozymandias, like I mentioned, Ryan Ryan Johnson directed it. Um, 
it was it won the Emmy uh, for writing along with Felina. Brian Cranston and Anna Gunn both win Emmys for this for it. And then we get Granite State, which of course has Robert Forster in it, the Cleanup Man. Yes, R.I.P. And and then uh, Felina, the the series finale, uh, directed by Vince Gilligan, lost though at the Emmys to Who Goes There, True Detective. Ooh, baby, season one, I assume. Yeah, that's the famous like oneer scene. Ah, yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah. Also involving drugs. <laughs> yeah. And and, and, white, and and white supremacists and white supremacists, man. <laughs> Every good show has the Aryan Brotherhood at some point. Like, I assume in uh, Sons of Anarchy, there's some Aryan Brotherhood oh, yeah. biker gang. Yeah. Oh yeah, but they they actually clash with the biker gang because they're trying to step on their territory. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, they, oh, yeah it, it has to be. Yeah, the Brotherhood so, wants anyway. the same territory that the biker gang has. Yeah, so we'll get to uh, we'll get to those four episodes next week, uh, and each one of them, like I mentioned, I think has like a nine point five minimum on IMDb. Well, we're racing to the finish here because those last four episodes. Yeah, Blood Money nine point five, Buried nine point two, Confessions nine point six, Rabbit Dog nine point two, Tohajili nine point eight, Ozymandias ten, Grand State nine point five, Felina nine point nine. I gotta say, out of out of this group, though, like I think. Dead Freight might be one of the top episodes for me. Yeah, absolutely. I loved it. It's like yeah. you said it, like movie quality heist almost. Um, yeah. The pacing of it was so good. Yeah. Um, again, like when you're efficient with what you're doing, 47 minutes is, you can get a lot in there when you yeah. don't waste any time, right? Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah. So uh, we'll get to that next week. Uh, Monday, we're off the bench, Neil. Uh, I think, yeah, just uh, football mostly for Monday. I think so, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, back at it next Thursday. Well, well, so. we'll, talk, we'll talk a little bit of NBA because we were laughing about it again. They just wheeled picks around. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Those yeah. things just fly it, around. It is funny. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is, is funny. funny. So, In a draft that was relatively weak, for most yeah. people said. So. And they just fly around. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, Till then, follow us on social media, Twitter and Instagram, at Two Man Booth, Facebook, Two Man Booth. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Spotify, and check out teambmedia.ca for some uh, for some uh, other sports and pop culture content. Until n- Monday, Neil. Nothing else. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Stay safe and stay healthy.